0: in front
1: oh, and
2: those and are just a few of my neighbors first I watched them just to kill time but then I couldn't take my eyes off them just as you won't be able to
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Fogies and Films, where we get together and we talk about a movie that we all just watched, selected by one of our esteemed panel members. Uh, This week, the movie that we are going to be talking about is Rear Window, and since that movie was selected by Shelly, I will hand it over to Shelly to give us a high-level, just couple-sentence description of what the movie's about. So, Shelly, over to you.
2: All right, So Rear Window starred um, Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly and the movie is about um, a man named Jeff who is a photographer and he's like a very adventurous uh, photographer and I believe was in the army and did photographs and he's traveled the whole world and he um the movie starts with him in his apartment. He's stuck in there. Um he lives in an apartment that looks out to a courtyard that looks across to another building. Um mm-hmm. and he is in a wheelchair. He has broken his leg. Um I believe it was during a photo shoot for um like something with race cars. If yeah. I'm remembering right. Now. Um and he has a nurse that comes and visits and takes care of him every day. And he's got a girlfriend and he doesn't ever want to get married. He thinks of marriage as like a nagging wife and like boring. <laughs> and how could he possibly travel when he's got got a wife? Um, so he spends his time looking out of his back window um, because he's stuck in this wheelchair and he's been in it for, I believe it was like seven weeks. Um, and he gets to know um, the people that live across the courtyard from him. He looks into their apartment, um, their apartments, that's what he spends his time, day and night doing. And then he believes that he's seen, he that he saw a man, um, and he believes he killed his, this man killed um, his wife, and it alarms him. And he spends the rest of the movie trying to prove whether um or not this man killed his wife. That's that sounds right. That.
4: Right.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> sounds, like that. sounds right to me too.
3: Yep. Awesome. So um let's go ahead and just we'll go around the, the virtual room and we'll see what folks uh, thought about the movie. Uh so I'll just go in the order uh that I see everybody on here. So starting with Takia.
4: Yeah. Um very good mystery movie. I, I loved it. I, I liked um, good acting, everything. I loved the, how everything kind of was kind of built up um, with the suspense. You were thinking, is is she actually murdered? Is she actually maybe end up somewhere else? It kind of reminded me of a movie um, called uh, White, not White Noise, something with Michelle Pfeiffer and- um, What Lies there's a Where Yes, yes. I where, love What Lies Beneath. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> it, it, and it reminded me of that where his wife, What? well, it turned out, he had killed another woman, but, but the wife next door wasn't the, um. well, maybe I should give too much away, but that's what it reminded me of. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I don't, in case you guys, someone hasn't seen it yet. Um, The idea that, that the wife is she dead or is she not dead is this guy, maybe just, you know, in a, in a happy marriage. And but like, maybe she got, they got divorced so she walked out or she actually did. So it, it kept me guessing through the whole thing, kept my mind going. I also like the, the whole thing of the um each uh apartment area, told a story a little story in itself as well um some were more focused on uh, than others like the one with the Miss Lonely Hearts she had a little story a little side story there and then um there was a newlyweds there was Miss Torso and everything and as you were watching this, this mystery unfold I like the idea I like I liked how everything you look at other people's stories as well yeah um so all that was really cool to see <laughs> um yeah I know I've had some more to say, but I, that's. That's where I am for now, by now. <laughs> awesome.
3: Thank yeah. you, Takia. Yeah. So moving down the room. Shelly, you're next.
2: Oh, great. I love this movie so much. I love Jimmy Stewart. He is like, he, I love his acting. And I love how um, he's in a lot of Hitchcock movies. It reminds me of like, um, you know, Ryan Murphy p- puts the same people in his movies. So I love seeing him in all his different roles. But in this one in particular, I love um I just love his story and then him finally realizing that if he marries the right person then he's not um you know saddled down by a woman that that they can actually have a partnership so I love that ending
3: Mm -hmm. um I just love the whole arc of it great thank you Shelly Ruth you are next
1: um yeah I liked it too I love old classic movies um I like Jimmy Stewart a lot Grace Kelly's She's a very um, good actress and very beautiful and I was gonna say this kind of as a joke but I couldn't get out of my mind. You know that one man he's kind of has like old man granny panties or something in a way. It's that? like, <laughs> um, that's yeah. what it kind of reminded me of kind of like how you get okay. in swimsuits but then back in the day but it was like I'm oh back.
4: yeah yeah i get you
1: yeah you mean like what the
3: penguin wore and batman return
1: yeah yeah yeah. i was <laughs> like under his like suit yeah i was like i don't want to see that but i just thought <laughs> it was funny <laughs> um yeah i just i thought it was cool to see all the different um neighbors and now i feel like well maybe i should start watching people in my neighborhood and see what's going on (laughs) (laughs) like really up close to their families (laughs)
0: in their backyards looking through bathroom windows what are
1: y'all doing what are the kids really doing who's murdering who
0: (laughs) all you'll see though honestly is a bunch of people just doing this for those of you who can't see Fahad, he's pretending to be on his phone i
4: know seriously
1: They're, yeah. they're all sitting in the
0: same room but they're all just I doing
1: know. that yeah. yeah but that one blonde lady across the way i was trying to figure out what she was just at first the she seemed like
4: uh,
1: oh yeah she that she seemed she was like promiscuous and then her um husband i loved it her
2: boyfriend at the
4: end he
1: yeah
4: was just i saw that army like, so so guy so like really loved <laughs> I loved that. That's
1: what I liked with the whole thing with, with the different stories. I, yeah. I yeah. She like short men.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was so unexpected. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought too. All those guys wanted her attention, and then she yeah. just got the short dude.
2: You just but, wanted yeah. her little man.
0: <laughs> was so cute. Well,
3: thank you, Ruth. We'll move yeah. on to Eric. You are next.
0: Well, first, I just want to say Ruth just uh, made sort of a joke uh, about, you know, creeping in people's windows and and you guys said that they, everyone would be on their cell phones. There is actually a line from his nurse, Stella, where she was talking about how we've become, she says the line is we become a race of peeping Toms. And she's describing to him that she says that all of society has like turned into these people who just sort of watch and they don't interact yeah. And I thought that's so weird. This is 1954, yeah. but it's like I know. It's the exact same yeah. thing that people say now. And it just goes that's, to show you like nothing's really changed. Well, well, it
3: also goes to show you, Stella was right from the beginning of the movie that she, she predicts things. Oh, of course. She yeah. predicts things. So she predicted the fact that we're still like that now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. <Yeah. laughs> and she, yeah. was like old, she was in an old TV show too, which was cool, where she played like a maid or something to some family. I'm pretty sure that's her.
0: I was looking up because I know I know her face. Um, I all think I it was her. Was,
1: it sounded like her.
0: All I could see was that she was in All About Eve and she was in a, 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 an episode of Alfred Hitchcock's The Alfred Hitchcock Hour.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and so
0: that I figured like that must be where I know her from. But if she yeah. was on a show, I mean, I missed that. But maybe that's
1: maybe cool. I'm thinking of the wrong person. It just sounded like her and kind of looked like her being older, though. But it yeah. interrupt.
0: But yeah. So um, obviously I-, I loved it too. I- I've seen it before, um, but it was quite a while ago. So I definitely needed to to revisit it. And I mean, everything made in this era, at least by the capable auteurs at the time, is just so effortlessly, you know, it's expertly done. Um, every scene, all the timing, the acting, just people are incredible. I love watching classic movies for that reason. Um, so yeah, I loved, like other people said this, I think this is a pretty, uh, unique concept and it's, it's been done since, but really each time it's been done since it was either a remake of this movie or an homage to it. So, uh, you know, the whole idea like of a mystery is pretty commonplace, but to have it be so long distant, um, because they're never, they're all, I mean, they're, he's never really involved in it until the end and he's the main character other people get sent, but he still can only see them from, from far away. Like we never even follow the other main characters when they go about their their various escapades, uh, which is what a, a movie would typically do is, is take us to those other locations. We're just stuck in this one place for the whole time. it makes it very interesting. And it creates a lot more mystery to it too, because we know what we think is happening with the neighbors, you know, what they're going through, but we don't know, we've never talked to them. We can barely hear them. So I, I thought that it's a very fascinating way to watch this unfold. Um, and um, Grace Kelly's incredible. And Stella's my favorite character. And uh, I I stared at Jimmy Stewart the whole time thinking Shelly had a crush on him. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that too. And, and then I thought, okay, uh, childhood Shelley had a crush on Jimmy Stewart. Then she went to Stewart and then she married Stewart. in in my mind kind of blew up yeah
2: yeah it's my own arc
3: (laughs) (laughs) love it well thank you eric so i guess it's my turn so i enjoyed the movie a lot as well um i don't usually watch a lot of older movies to you know be honest but um i have watched a few of the hitchcock movies and i've enjoyed all of the ones i've watched uh so this is just added to that list. I agree with a lot of what Eric was saying. Stella was also my favorite character um, and more on her later on when we get to a certain part of this night, Um, but uh, recast. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed her and what I found interesting was that like with with Ruth, what Ruth was saying, you know, people, I think, when people are bored and have nothing to do, you do kind of just Want to just watch other people and just learn more and see what they're doing. We do it with TV because we have the ability to just put on TV. I mean, that's what reality TV is. We're peering into the lives of other people and seeing what they're doing. And that's exactly what he's doing. He's watching his own reality show. You know, it's like <laughs> The Apartment or something. <laughs> and he's watching that. He's tuning in. uh One thing we can't do in watching <laughs> is we can't really interact oh, with it, but so much. But, um, he interacted with it by sending, you know, Stella and uh what's Grace Kelly's character's name again? Lisa. Lisa over there um to do his bidding. That sounds bad. But yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so I enjoyed the movie for a lot of that reason too, because it's it shows you that society hasn't really changed. We are all voyeurs. We all like watch and see what other people are doing. Uh partly because we want to know is everybody living the same kind of life we're living, or are they more exciting than we are? Are they like as own own as we might weird? be? Are yeah, we exactly. weird or are they
0: weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
3: and that's what you know he was doing. But then talking about like old school movies like that going to what you were saying, Eric, what I enjoy is a lot of movies these days don't really do that great of a job character building or story, world building, story building, especially when you're doing horror thriller type movies you know that you get introduced some of the characters is like okay but then they like to go right to the scares right to the thrilling parts mm-hmm. um whereas this one spent a good amount of time before you even got to the mystery like you know you're watching it and you're learning more about him and you're learning about i don't want to settle down and you're like oh well what kind of a woman is he dating she sounds kind of like fru-fru and tooth you know like in high society and the way mm-hmm. he described it um yeah. and you know, then you meet her and you get to see her and what she's really like, and you're like, he's a catch, you know. Um exactly. but uh, <laughs> I was annoyed
0: with his treatment of her. Right. Yeah. But that's
3: like that uh, all that doesn't have as much to do with mystery, but they build that world for you so you care more about these characters. And actually um Lisa is awesome because She gets right in. I mean, at first it's like, oh, you shouldn't be watching, but she gets involved and right in there and she's like going across and breaking into there. And it's like, you know, this is the adventure (laughs) kind of thing that he likes to do. She's doing it. So, um,
0: but I like that they build all of that. And that, that furthers the relationship, right? Like he's
3: in a new light. She's not this boring, sophisticated, rich woman who lives in the Upper East Side of New York or whatever, she, she likes to do what he he's like. Yeah, to do. she's not
0: a wilting flower or yeah. whatever really that term is. Um,
3: So I enjoy that part of it. If you like a lot of these old movies, when you watch them, they do spend a lot of time just building the characters, the story, even going up until like the early 80s. Like Nightmare on Elm Street, you spend a lot of time with the kids before Freddy even really affects all of them. Um, yeah.
0: So that's what I, I liked a lot about it. Um, yeah. It also helped us to... Um because they set up Jimmy Stewart in the beginning as you, you sort of realize, oh, he's a bit of a thrill seeker. Like he can't settle down, he needs drama. And so you think through part of the movie, I mean, unless you've already seen it, you're like, oh, maybe he is kind of reading too much into stuff. Like he's just desperate for some kind of action and he's just spying on people and making trouble when he shouldn't.
3: Well, and it's, and it's interesting, right? Because we've talked about, and Shelley, I think when you introduced this movie last time, was the fact that this is the OG. This is the first of this kind of movie with this storyline. And there's so many movies and TV shows that have adapted it, right? There's some that have straight up, like Rear Window, what was it, Christopher Reeves in the 80s or something. The Girl on the Train or something like that? And then the,
1: yeah.
3: Emily Blunt. Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that one. It's kind of the same type of thing. The same kind of idea, yeah. And then the one that just came out, the Woman in the Window. Um, and then there's a lot of TV shows that do episodes. Like Simpsons had that episode where, you know, um, they see Flanders and they think Flanders killed Maude. And instead that you found out yeah. he like, what was it, like killed a plant or something? And the scream that they heard that they thought was Maude was actually Flanders because he has a very girly scream. And, <laughs> you know, so it's interesting to see when they do adapt it, they do it on either side. They say, and some of them, yeah, it is a sinister plot that happened and you figured it out and you know you save the day kind of a thing or save it because the person's dead but you figured it out whereas in some of them like simpsons they're like oh no it was all in your mind you know you played into it it was actually all very innocent what was happening
0: the point is you never really know your neighbors right you never know people around you yeah you might think you do though i think the part of the point is also that uh Evil often lives right next door to you. I mean, every serial killer that's ever been caught is like, oh, I remember him on the street. He seemed really nice. It's like ah. or <laughs> they're just or right born. below you. <laughs> yeah. Is there anyone below <laughs> me? Just say, just say, I mean, My boyfriend.
3: Yeah. Say, both <laughs> times, Eric and then Takia. Takia had little evil satanic babies downstairs. Oh yeah, there. I and know she so does. <laughs> <upstairs> <laughs> you. Yeah. Hey, did you guys? Time. One time, Takia positioned all of them at the bottom of the stairs to look up at me. So when I opened oh, yeah. the door, all the little evil babies <laughs> were just looking oh, at no. me. I <laughs> know
4: that was funny. <laughs> hey, did you guys ever uh, think that she was murdered or wasn't versus wasn't murdered? What Did you guys did you guys always know that it was a murder happening, or, or did you guys think that it was going to be a twist where she was off with her parents or something, or just got or they got divorced or something like that? Um. So. Uh, Go ahead, somebody.
0: <laughs> what What is that? I actually, uh, since I'd seen it before, I was, even though I had seen it before, I still spent a little bit of time during the movie thinking, I'm pretty sure he is right that somebody was murdered, but now I'm not sure. I I knew something, (laughs) something had happened, but I was like, maybe it's not what he thinks it is. Maybe it's something else. So I, so I was like a little like, I can't remember exactly how this plays. <laughs> uh, I, I yeah.
2: haven't seen it in a long, t- uh, it's been like 10 years since the last
3: time I watched oh, this. And I
4: spent the me. whole time, and I was
2: watching it this time. Did he?
4: What, what
3: happened? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I went. I went back and forth. I had not seen it. So I went back and forth, mostly thinking he did it. So when lisa was across the street at first and he's like talking to her like at first i think there there's oh he's gonna explain something and lisa's gonna be like oh my god and you know just gonna be revealed it was all whatever
4: yes. and he
3: started grabbing her and then i was like oh that's not good but he could just have a bad temper okay. you know i'm still trying to process it i'm like <laughs> he broke still into a his bad temper. and she broke into his house like obviously yeah. she got arrested
4: but yeah. Then yeah. obviously you then hear
3: the evil footsteps coming up to the apartment you see the light go out, and I'm like, okay, he did
4: it. Why and does the well, door open,
1: though?
4: I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, when Jimmy Stewart um, calls about that a woman has been assaulted before it had happened, I was wondering if it was going to either be that he was going to or if it was going to be a big misunderstanding, because I still kind of wasn't sure how everything was going to go. So I was like, um, you can either get really good or bad. Kia your
0: question, I think, was about why did Jimmy Stewart's door open when the killer? Yeah, hit? I thought it was locked. I, I, I wonder why no one.
4: It. it was. It's kind of more of a trite question or whatever. I, I question. Think,
0: I wonder why it wasn't
4: locked. I thought <laughs>
0: about that too. I was like, "How could he get in?" Okay. and then I remembered. Actually, I think uh, Stella was in such a rush to get out the door to go pay, you know, bail for uh, for Lisa that I think she she didn't lock it or anything wow. behind her. So it, okay. it, it all just happened too fast. Interesting. I was, I was
2: gonna say I love how um when she, when she broke in when he caught her in there, you couldn't hear what she was saying. I kept trying to think, what would you, what would I say? Like what would be the excuse I would use why I had broken into your apartment and was going through all your stuff? Like what was she doing?
3: <laughs> was she at
4: some point yeah, when, when they were those.
3: Sorry Tiki, I had to mute you. The toy the toy, we are hearing it. It's it's all good, it's all good um
0: on record now
3: yeah but at some point i was like uh when she was talking to him and we couldn't see what she was saying but she was gesturing it seems like she gestured like pointing up so i was like is she trying to say oh i am your neighbor upstairs and i needed something or something happened and your door happened to be unlocked a cup of sugar yeah (laughs) (laughs) i really needed a cup of sugar so i broke in to take it
4: i'm a woman and and i must be
3: she could have said I live upstairs, and your wife told me if I ever needed a cup of sugar, to just come on in.
4: Yeah. but I don't later, get her anywhere.
3: <laughs>
0: jewelry pile, anytime I want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I want to go back real quick because Fahad, you mentioned something about how it's a, it's a little bit like reality television, and didn't I didn't even think about that when I was watching it? But I'm sure a lot of his friends would say, "How can you really find this interesting, staring at these average people?" all day long and it's like well people kind of do that all the time now and yeah. the, people, the people aren't always as average as you might think <laughs> they, yeah. they get into a lot of stuff they have dramatic dramatic things happen to them i mean and it did kind of like pre it, it did kind of uh anticipate that you know Housebound's well you know intentionally housebound people would would just like to watch regular people going about their business all the time yeah especially
2: since he didn't have tv he had nothing he didn't have tv
0: yeah who didn't have a tv in 1954 (laughs) i guess a world trotting photographer probably doesn't have tv
3: i mean eric there's still people who don't have tvs in their own bedrooms (laughs) Uh, i'm kidding i I bet you some show you have a tv in your bedroom i do you do? Ruth, do you have a TV in your bedroom? I do. Takia, do you have a TV in your bedroom? Oh, she's on mute. Takiya yeah. does not have a TV in her bedroom.
4: Wow. I don't. <laughs> I was like, I bet at least
3: one person. So one out of five people has a TV does not have, have a TV in their bedroom. We have
1: in the basement <laughs> and in the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Does Cam have one in his, in his bedroom? No. <laughs> well, oh, no, I, I had a TV in happens. my bedroom
3: growing up. I, uh, I, I don't know how I could not have Oh, it. from
0: like, yeah, age 12 at least. <laughs> TV in the bedroom. Yeah, my first yeah. one was
3: like this little, little TV, but it yeah. did its job. I had a little Nintendo hooked up to it and stuff. So it's like yeah. <laughs> Terrible oh, tube yeah. television. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we didn't know any better. Things looked amazing back then. Tor- oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, guys, I had a tube television until 2009, I think, Ooh, keep and I was in my first in my first solo apartment in D.C., not the first place I lived in, but my first solo apartment, in D.C., okay. tube television. And I totally thought that it looked totally fine. But I, but at some point I was like, oh, I need to trade up. I've had this thing for like 10 years. And I was like, I want to get one of those spanking new flat television screens. So, well, it wasn't that flat, the one that I because, you know, this was a long yeah. time ago, but it yeah. was called flat. And I remember when I set that thing up, I was like, oh my gosh, what have I been doing to my eyeballs? (laughs) Crazy. But the minute
3: that they introduced HD, I remember switching between HD NBC and regular SD NBC and SNL was on. And I was just looking at the difference for the person on the TV. I was like, oh my God, that's what they really look like. Seth Meyers (laughs) is just a ghoul. I remember that. I think that was the person that I was switching back and forth on. I was like, "Oh, that's really bad.
0: Like these people are not ready
3: to be filmed in HD yet." <laughs> you remember the oh, yeah. SNL?
0: You remember SNL uh, cast used to be called the "Not Ready for Primetime" players? No. So it, it's more like the "Not Ready for HD."
3: What oh. other thoughts that people want to bring up to Kia?
4: Oh, uh, well, to you guys, would, would, were there any other storylines or like the mini ones in the window from the windows that you guys saw that you liked? Well, I, was, I wanted to know
3: more about the people who were sleeping out on their yeah. The people
4: yeah, people. that was weird. I like it though. I like really hot the the stars. Yeah. <laughs> it
0: yeah, it was like, because of the heat wave, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. But and then, then was the rain. Rain on them. <laughs>
2: yeah. And they had to jump up. And <laughs> then I also I liked the guy in the that played the piano when he came in. He was really oh, yeah. drunk. Just like
3: so,
4: so, <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that really yeah. <laughs>
3: What was yours, Takia?
4: I I would say Miss Lonely Hearts. That's uh, fine. That told an interesting story there. From she was, you know, it was yours? Yeah, the story was just, it was sad, but then it got happy near the end where she <laughs> finally got had a date, you know, and um, yeah. But it went it went from oh it went then when, then, then the music from the, from the other bedroom stop her suicide. And she did not take the pills or something like that.
0: Yeah, she heard she heard his love song, and it inspired her to be more hopeful about the possibility oh. of love. I guess. I wonder though yeah, if she'll yeah. end up being with him. You know. Yeah. That's what
4: I was wondering.
0: That
3: was that was interesting that Stella was able to pick those pills out from all the way across the street.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. um, I was saying with the hearts. It was it was that when she um had the one date tried to. I think it's raper or something almost and then she had to push it off and that's where I think drove broke the edge and all so date after date that they did not work out one point she had a really young man and someone commented that well this is the younger guy here you know so she
0: so that comment annoyed me because Jimmy Stewart is well too old for Grace Kelly (laughs) you know I don't think you should be judging this woman across the way for being with a younger yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, that that raises something I wanted to talk about is that I really hate, especially in older films, films from this era, but it's always this guy who is like 20 years older than the woman he's with. It really, really bothers me. I try to ignore it so I can enjoy the movie. But, you know, when Stella is like giving him his rough down and she says, you're a young man. And I'm like, a young man? He gets up and he's shirtless. And I'm like, he's got like an old man's body. It's like, he's not a young man.
4: I saw that. He was younger in a, in a, a winter. to was called A Wonderful Life obviously so obviously
0: yeah yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah I, I i was like you're they're, they're like really trying to gaslight all of america by saying yes this is a totally appropriate relationship and he's a young man this is absolutely <laughs> on the episode <laughs> no she should be with somebody her own age and so should he uh, and <laughs> yeah
3: and and he's the one complaining about her right I
4: know.
0: Like you should be so yeah. lucky, dude.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was
4: see... there oh, Go ahead. It was interesting out there? The whole, the whole murder thing in the, win- in the window, kind of brought them together. Did you guys. That, that's. I feel oh. like at first he was kind of like away from her, yeah. not really wanting to marry her doesn't matter. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. It was end. that
3: ad, it was that adventure, right? Like he liked yes. adventure. He couldn't go on yeah. it this time, but she was doing it all for him. So it, it did bring them together.
0: She she was yeah, so cool. afraid of that kind of life, you know.
3: It, it yeah. almost killed both of them, but it brought yeah. them together.
2: And it made me laugh when it pan- he had two broken legs at the
3: end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was happier than ever, right? Yeah
0: that, exactly that, that was like space is like yeah it's okay it's not so bad to be stuck at home when you've got grace kelly coming by every night i love though when they pan over to her at, at that final shot and she's reading a That's book he would like but she sees he's asleep so she goes back to harper's desire <laughs> i think
4: mean, all we've all done that at one point like pretending we were something we were not or, or just like you know
0: somewhat <laughs> I think it just proves that she's, you know, she can make room in her life and enjoy the things yeah. that he enjoys, but she's not going to change. She, yeah, right. yeah, well, she's not a weak person. She likes what she likes. There's just room in her life for a lot of other stuff. You know?
1: Yeah. that's great. I found that's
0: awesome. her, I found her very, very graceful, <laughs> um, very clever and articulate, just wonderful from the very beginning. And it, it bothered me the way he would talk about, Assuming that she was some kind of socialite that wouldn't be happy, you know, roughing it with him or would expect things or be high maintenance. It's like, how long have you been seeing her? You still think this about her? It takes a murder to change your mind.
2: And I didn't like how he he made the comments when um when they were watching the ballet dancer across the street with all the men in her apartment. He's like, that's just like you.
0: Yeah or later when he said when she says what happened to love thy neighbor and he says well maybe I'll put that into action tomorrow I'll start with Miss Torso over there or the dancer over there and it's was like why would you say that to her that is cruel actually yeah not funny it's cruel um speaking of uh, people across the streets in the very uh, first scenes that we are starting to like spy on people did you notice hitchcock's cameo no i thought i, saw, I thought that was him He's, he's in the um, piano player's apartments winding a clock. Oh. What? Have oh. to go back and see that. Now. And, and he turns <laughs> around, and he his face full on. And he he's listening to yeah. him play the piano at the time. Totally
3: did not see that. Does he? Does he try? Did he cameo in all his movies?
0: I think in a lot of them. It's kind of a Stanley thing, right? Yeah. Put himself in there, just in a, a small place where you might not notice.
4: When Tarantino did that too. He oh. like, was loves movies. You guys have seen all those crazy. movies.
0: Pohan, I wanted to ask you: Were you really, really annoyed when you heard Jimmy Stewart say Pakistan? Oh, I mean, I'm used to it at this point. But back
3: then, it was a lot more allowable or okay, right? I mean, it was He's random, been. right? But, 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 but it, yeah. But back then, not
0: as many people talked about it. Now it's that's like that's why I thought it, I I nearly laughed out loud because like of all the countries for him to say out loud, he says Pakistan. Yeah. Now I was like, what? <laughs> It
3: reminds me of this time that uh, my mom would watch her soap operas, the ABC soaps, like General Hospital, One Life to Live and all of those. And there was this actress on there. Um, and the character was leaving the show. And the way she was leaving the show, she said, I'm going to Pakistan. Like, that's <laughs> the way they wrote her off the show. She was going on like to some do something in Pakistan. And my oh. mom is like, that's so weird. She's going to Pakistan. Nobody talks <laughs> about Pakistan. Um, and, and fun fact, I guess mainly for Eric, it was um, the second April O'Neil in Ninja Turtles 2. The actress yeah. left the soap opera to go film Ninja Turtles oh. 2. So, I Pakistan is co so Pakistan, Ninja Pakistan Ninja is 2. the Ninja Turtles <laughs> 2 set. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paige Turco. Paige Turco was the actress. Oh, I
0: remember that.
1: Name. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, She didn't have red hair, so that was interesting that she was cast as April O'Neil, but, mm. and she was still the same April in Ninja Turtles 3, uh, where they oh. go back to feudal Japan.
1: Would
2: anyone else feel weird about watching their neighbors that closely? Like I, I, I. well, I'm guilty. Like in my neighborhood, I, um, we're like on top of the hill and so I can see. I don't look into other people's houses, but I always like notice things. I mean, I do notice things like, oh, that's the family that does that. Or that man over there, he doesn't take care of his dogs, you know, stuff like that. But he was really paying very close attention. I was curious if anybody else would feel weird about that or.
0: I'd be afraid to get caught. Yeah. Uh, caught watching you know but we do we definitely like we'll stand on the deck because it's higher you know and we can sort of see in the backyard so sometimes people are you know barbecuing or in the distance somebody has some dogs and they have people over and we're just like oh what's going on there were some people recently across the street Fahad who were having like a disco in their backyard on Sunday night did you see that Nice. I, actually, I actually walked out onto the street to the other side of the street and walked by trying to peek over the fence because <laughs> there was literally just, the reason I noticed it was because their whatever lights they were using laser lights made their whole giant Oak tree in the backyard look like this magical, you know, thing. Awesome. And I was like, what in the hell is happening over there? I just wanted to know what was going on. I no, did I, I didn't notice
3: it. I don't even remember what, yeah, no, I didn't. Oh, so a little I'm, bit yeah a little spunky. what
2: would have to happen for you to be like he like was there something that would anyone oh my gosh a murder happened or, like i'd have to see blood or something
0: like a scream or a big crash i'd be yeah. like staring for a while to see if i see anything happening
2: because he didn't even see anything
0: no well, I, related to that, I was gonna ask you guys, uh well, I know this was kind of remade not too long ago with um, Shia LaBeouf's Disturbia. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it was that was still like I think 10 years or something. But I'm I'm curious because when when this movie started, I remember thinking, well, now that I'm watching it like many, many years later again, he seems like a bit of a creep. And I'm wondering, like, could you make this movie now? Would it make sense? Would he still seem like a good guy to be spying on people like this? Or would we all be like uh he's the villain like he's really inappropriate
4: because
0: <coughs> personal space has become much more of a conversation topic you know like yeah. you don't you don't touch me you, think- you don't you know but you don't get involved in my life without my consent we're very very careful about stuff more so now than we were then
2: but do you think that it would be if i imagined it now would it be like something that you would witness over social media like someone did a facebook live and they saw something creepy in the background of it or like on um you know where th- there
4: wasn't there like if a i see it if i see it and, and something happens i may react to it and maybe you know try to find out what it if, if i know the person you know
0: something's happening you have to know them all. who knows their neighbors <laughs> do you yeah, know your neighbors? I, don't know. I, don't I know don't do mine. you or, do <laughs> of course shelly does <laughs>
3: I think it will be more (laughs) difficult if you know your neighbors because then it's like you're now then struggling with the fact like they would never do that or you know like it's that adds a whole other layer like if you don't know these people, then the possibility that murder could be involved a little more possible, Um, whereas if you know
0: them, you might not believe it as much. Right. I also feel like for some, at least for me, maybe it's harder to cross the line if I know the person. But if it's a complete stranger, then it's somehow, sometimes when somebody's a complete stranger, it dehumanizes them a little bit because you've never really met them. And it makes it easier for you to transgress and actually spy on them or say bad things about them because you don't actually know them. Once you get to know people, that's usually when you're like, oh, I regret the terrible things I said or the things I thought about you, you know? So it's almost like, like, if I did know them, I would be less likely to spy and get involved in their business because I'm like, they deserve the right to (laughs) keep themselves, you
1: know? True. I just feel creepy staring like that and everything. Well, it was the worst part was not just looking, but having yeah, like having a camera and having binoculars and stuff. And and don't you sometimes get like a a, like a feeling that someone's staring at you? Because I know sometimes they'll just kind of look or an automatic kind of thing. And then why would they? I wouldn't think that. Well, well just completely are go on Staring business. at me, so I'm
0: I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume it's, it's happening everywhere I go.
4: <laughs> um,
0: um, I like your idea, Dakia, because um, you probably are like, what idea? Uh, because you, I, I, I think you enjoyed just like Fahad and I did, and I don't know if everyone else has seen them, but the um unfriended movies, the horror movies. Yes, yes. Sort of yes, take yes. a new it's a new, you know, that's a new angle on horror by having it all sort of happen online, but you could have a rear window yeah. remake now where it's all social media instead. Yeah. You know,
4: yeah.
0: I think a movie that came close recently was that John Show movie Fahad. Um what was that called oh, with yeah. Messing?
3: Yeah, I can't remember what that was called.
0: Where a lot of it was an was a, a, an investigation at a distance through social media. I mean, it didn't, you know, it wasn't you know, a lot of it took place in real life too, like his interactions with people. But a lot of his investigation was online, trying to figure out like what had happened and what who the uh, who who his daughter really was and who the people in her life really were, as opposed to what you know she may have told him or what people may have presented themselves as. And I think that that it's a that's very close because it's similar to the the vibe with this one.
4: I also thought of fright night because. Huh. Oh, oh yeah, was, yeah. The guy was, yeah. um, you know, a vampire next door, and you know, these someone went over to investigate, and what? I'm not a vampire. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm he's got he got he's all going... the
0: excuses. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yes. Yeah,
0: there's well, there's a lot of those
3: types of movies about like the neighbors, like
4: yeah,
0: you know what's going so on I with like the birds one. was that one. I was going to say, I like, the burbs as well is another <laughs> one where they, they get fixated on this family next door, and they never meet them, but they come up with all these crazy ideas.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder was Rear Window, the catalyst were all those? I wonder, was that the, the first,
3: first one? Yeah, I was going to actually ask the exact same question. Like, is yeah. is there something else Rear Window was based off of, or was this well, the
0: first? Well, Rear Window, it says in the credits, is based on a short story, but I can't... Um. If you mean like, was there an earlier film that had certain the same like topics, uh, or
4: was where of the first one? I like, guess yeah, like
0: it probably wasn't basically. the first exactly. I think it's been. I think it's a common like human um, issue to question your neighbors because you never really get yeah. to know very well, and to think you might be living next to something terrible. I mean, you've got like go back further. Well, actually, I mean it's not further. I guess oh, I don't know when *Bewitched* start, but Oh, you know, yeah. even sitcoms always had a nosy neighbor. Somebody who's yes. always yeah. out a window <laughs> trying to find out what you're doing and getting in your business. But that's comedy. But it's based on the same, like, fears. Like, we go, oh, our neighbors are trying to, you know, they're going to learn our secrets or they're going to get into our private lives. And hopefully they yeah. don't see our secrets, you know, that kind of deal.
2: So how do you think he killed, he killed his wife, Mr. Lars Thurgood? I was trying to figure out how did he poison her
0: he seems like he seems like a strangler to me i mean he was doing that to
3: lisa wasn't he it looked like he was trying to like strangle her like uh.
0: yeah
2: and then it's a crime of passion so it was very interesting like they talked he talked he said or was it the um the nurse who said like how did he cut her up was it in the bathtub that is that that's oh, where
4: all the blood I love are. her bloody no filter
0: <laughs> I love I love the other character's faces when she says something <laughs> and they're like stella <laughs> <laughs> and that's why that's why one of my favorite scenes is actually the last one with stella do you guys did you guys catch that joke where the the cop says oh he, uh, oh! the killer just revealed that he dug up what was in the flower bed and it's in a hat box in his apartment now do you want to see it and Stella says no thanks I don't want any part of that and then she's like she realizes what she said I don't want any part of that and she, so she 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 freaks herself out for the first time like oh god that's morbid I love that
2: so is that like a con? Did nurses used to come to your house and, like, give you back massages?
3: (laughs) I was like, if I break a leg, I get massages every day? Yes, please, sign me up. And she
2: fixed him breakfast, and that sounds great.
3: Yeah, I guess because he sits all day, so he needs to get his blood moving, you know, in his upper body, I guess.
1: He wore his pajamas all day, like, is that a sign of depression, too, or, like?
2: Or he couldn't, but, um, <laughs> uh, he couldn't probably, I know when I broke my That's arm, scary. I couldn't wear like things over the cast because it was too bulky. So maybe he just- Well,
1: like, I don't know. I guess at least not part of his uh, Well, I guess, of- I mean, if you think about like all of us
3: when the quarantine happened, like the first few weeks during the pandemic, I mean, not, I don't think any of us really dre- got dressed, dressed, you Yeah, wearing yoga pants. Like, yeah, well, so no, he didn't I have anywhere mean... to go. He just wears pajamas.
0: Yeah, makes also this was this was before the days of like t-shirt and jeans. Wet pant so yeah. somebody like yeah, G- sure. somebody like Jimmy Stewart probably had, had to wear like a full suit in most <laughs> on most days, or at least like a button up and then a sweater on top of it and a tie. It's like people dressed better even mm-hmm. for like casual wear. And uh he can like he, well he well he could have gotten the tops on, I guess. I mean he's still got his hands, but <laughs> yeah. he was why bother? <laughs>
1: I just love the all the um, back then, too, yeah, with people dressing up, and it's more glamorous and more, I don't know, I think it, it can be more, um, what's the word, Um, classy and stuff and, like that.
2: I loved but, it when...
4: Um, Even when they were at home all Lisa. day, they would, they would dress dressed
1: up, like,
2: yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, I was just saying that I loved it when Lisa was saying... <laughs> A woman wouldn't go anywhere without her makeup and her jewelry and some I perfume.
4: Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not me. I'm leaving with my flip flops. Yeah,
3: yeah. When she was stressing on the whole fact of leaving the jewelry, she's like, you know, if she went on her trip, she would. You know, a woman always takes her jewelry with them on their trip. I was like, the
4: makeup. They take all that's their jewelry with them. Like, you know, like uh, yeah. That is a sign of time. I wonder when we start getting more casual, though. What was the point where we? If you you watch the Real
3: Housewives, they go on like a three-day trip and they each have like four huge bags. My I saw
1: that. Like a bag
3: with just shoes, a bag with just bathing suits. You know, it's like
1: that's ridiculous. I mean, I think part of it is
3: their laziness. They don't know exactly what they want to wear, so they just put all of it into a bag and then kind of assess what everybody else is going to wear for each thing. So at least they can go in and put something similar on.
0: Well, I kind of do the same thing. I always <laughs> pack a lot because I don't know like what's yeah, like, I don't
4: have an
3: Option, you know. Yeah, I'm the I don't exact look opposite like a on a trip. I'm the exact opposite. Even when I go on a trip like the Cancun and stuff, I fit everything into my backpack because I don't that like checking so in bags. I don't like potentially risking the bag not arriving. I don't want to wait for the bag, so it's all in my backpack.
4: Stuart
2: that, that. I don't like that. I have to have a bag. I have to have a bag. I me
4: too. Bag. I have to have a bag. What if I can't do
2: it? What if I need something?
3: Exactly. <laughs> yes. yeah. I, I like, I it. like Well, if I'm in an all-inclusive resort, they've got everything elsewhere. I'm like, there's a, re- a Walmart probably in the U.S. or a Target nearby. Uh, internationally,
0: there's got to be a convenience store somewhere. True. <laughs> so what do you guys think the, the main themes of this film are? Messages, s- statements being made.
2: I go back to my to the he finally he learned that being married being married to the right person is not saddling you with a per like you it's not um a detriment she's
0: it's not a ball and chain like, <laughs> <yeah>. she's <laughs> weak <laughs> yes <laughs> he
2: um he learned that the right he he just needed the right person he needed to see her in the right light that yeah. women aren't Baggage,
0: yeah. <laughs> but just for the record, she looked good in every light. It
2: <laughs> was beautiful,
0: breathtaking. Yeah.
2: He should have been lucky, <laughs> snapped her up. I
0: exactly. mean, he's still a handsome guy. It's just like I don't Very know.
2: Yeah. He never, he sure, never
0: struck she, me as like.
2: But she's twenty-five. She's beautiful and young. <laughs>
0: yeah. He was she's like a princess. super
4: gray. <laughs> <laughs> was she like the? princess of Monica or
2: something
3: yeah. Did she, she like yeah did she die young or like like 52 she was like 53 What did she die
2: of i didn't see that i just saw the age that she died there was this website that i saw that listed everybody because i was curious how old he was because i thought the same thing like he's so much older than her like why did they always do this
0: what was the so, age gap
2: he was 46. She was 25.
1: Oh, my gosh.
2: Um, yeah, like
1: I said, 20 years, right?
2: The nurse... What was the, Oh, my gosh. Nettie? Nettie. What was her name? The nurse.
0: Stella.
1: Stella. She was, like, 53.
2: So she was much oh. closer to his age.
0: Right, they you. should have been married.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I have to say, people age much better now because he if he was only 46 he should not have looked so old
1: no
4: he was I, do, two, I
0: do, I do two, think they two, may two, have grayed his hair on purpose
4: i was thinking I think it that looked
2: too. like they put uh, extra gray in his hair it oh, was still His, his, his well, like
0: saggy body well, and,
3: like, like 50- wasn't <laughs> it and it was it was in technicolor right so yeah they, yeah they purposefully when they were they didn't gray his hair they probably just colored that in in the, the uh, cells when they were yeah. technicoloring it
0: well, I think it was filmed in color. There was color film at this point. Oh, was there? Okay. Um, I um I actually looked it up because I was uh, curious for a moment. I know that like black and white and color coexisted for quite some time, but I was curious. Like, I was like, I don't actually know the rules or what the common practice was. And I thought it was strange because this was actually six years before Psycho, which is all black and white. And it's oh, one yeah. of the most famous. And I thought it's weird. Six years earlier, he's doing a full color movie and I kind of thought Hitchcock had sort of done all black and white and then switched to color. Um, but it's a, I mean, anyway, what what online says is that um, it's basically, basically it was a stylistic choice for, for a few decades. People would just say, oh, I think this story works better in black and white or this one works better in color. <clears throat> and then in the early days, color was very expensive. So more were black and white. And then in the later years, uh, neither one was, was more expensive than the other so that they would just choose to do black and white if they really wanted to make some sort of statement.
3: And nowadays people do black and white if they want to get Oscar nominated. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Those are two <laughs> ways to get Oscar nominated. Be black and white or wear ugly makeup.
0: Or do <laughs> yeah. a movie about the the tensions between
1: blacks and whites. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See? See, we know the tricks to win an Oscar, power. let's make a movie. <laughs> we could make
3: billions let's make it we've, we've got all the shades right here we can make the perfect like, black and white movie
0: and we'll call it from black to white can we get macaulay culkin to make a cameo because he was in the black and white video for michael jackson oh, oh, he could. just as like a fun just like as a fun nod and easter egg for people who are paying attention
4: Hold that video oh my god and as
0: part of our
3: from black to white opening credits we can do it where Takiya's just standing there and she shakes her head and it turns into me. And then I shake my <laughs> head and it turns into Shelly. She goes to Ruth and then to Eric. Oh my God, how hard is, is it to do that? Video? Is there an app it just does that just do not For black and white. Well, now
4: there is probably. I'm sure there
3: is. Probably. i a hot, a hot yeah. find that app. That's <laughs>
4: hilarious. Or it could not that.
3: That At would be really hot. funny. <laughs> 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 Controversial moment of the night. <laughs>
1: I thought
4: you were about to announce it No, 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 no No, 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 no controversial
0: No, 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 controversial is a Prince song, Fahad A Prince song, not Michael Jackson (laughs) No,
3: but Eric can edit it to take what I just said And put it before
0: we get into that discussion
3: Oh (laughs) (laughs) It's like the, it's, it's, yeah It'll be our movie from black to white The, The story of five friends against all odds
0: <laughs> taking on the world <laughs> a benetton ad <laughs> <Yeah>. yes <laughs> i want how have people
4: view these movies now with like you had i wonder how are, are people kind of like we don't we don't have respect for these movies anymore because they don't have they're not diverse i wonder how people would view those now maybe young people now versus does that make that make sense or are, are these movies still going to sure, be sure, respected sure.
3: yeah i mean i know, you know people are going back and complain like, People go back oh, now and complain so about Friends not being diverse enough. Yeah. They complain about Seinfeld not being diverse enough. But those, the people who created those shows say it's a sign of the times. Like the people who created Friends said we based it off of our Friends group. You know, we aren't going to force mm-hmm. things because that's not authentic to our, like, you know, that just wasn't the case. And they don't yeah. think in a mean way, they're just saying that's what we're basing it off of. You
0: know I've so I've said to you, Fahad, a few times that it, we what we should do is encourage more and support more um, uh, diverse creators so that they can create their stories instead of saying that, you know, everyone needs to, because, you know, if we did, you know, if some people do a story about literally their friends, it might happen to be you know, all white people. Uh, but there should be plenty of other options out there cr- created by other people, where this st- where the stories involve different characters and a lot more diversity. There's room for all of it. Yeah. But I feel like you know, Friends. I do take that to heart a little bit because I feel like that show was made in a time when we ought should have known better. So it's weird that they didn't try to include more. I mean, they had a lot of guest stars, but how many of them were diverse? So only, even if it's about they, your friend, they only group, had.
3: This is gonna sound bad, but they only really had
0: Aisha Tyler, three
3: recurring African American <laughs> characters. Aisha Tyler, um, Gabriel Union was in one episode, and then I can't remember the actor's name, but he played Chandler's boss or something, um, like the advertising agency guy. Um, those are the ones that I can remember, uh, which is sad, right? A show that was ten seasons, and I'm like, I think
0: I remember all three people. Yeah. That is troubling because they had plenty of time, but, but, you know, for something like rear window, this is uh 70, almost 70 years ago. Now. I don't think anyone should go back and say, Oh, we we shouldn't like this. Or I, you know, I think this is a, you know, a troubling thing because they it's just, that's how all things were made back then. And they, it was, it was was before the civil rights act. It was before the civil rights movement. I mean, you can argue that we should have known better in 1950 because it was already nearly a hundred years after the civil war, but people didn't it was still like firmly like Jim Crow crap so that's just what happened in society but definitely nowadays there's no excuse to have an all-white cast you know well
3: well, and that's the thing though and we've talked about it many times you know there should be some kind of a time frame where it's like people shouldn't go back that far to cancel things you know like it was made then that was the times then unfortunately but that's it's a piece of history oh, now. The like people that's, in
2: the movie are dead. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Dead.
3: Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but you know, appreciate it for what it was. And like you said, Eric, let's let's build up more creators to make new things that are diverse and celebrate those. Um I will, make
0: one, I will make one caveat as, as an example, and there are probably others, but uh Gone with the Wind. I don't know if you guys remember the the Never seen it. OK, I know you've never seen it, but if you remember the hoopla that happened like last year about it um, being available, I think on HBO or, or I forget what it was, but some streaming service. Uh, they were talking about uh, I me. Mean, I don't know if you know the history of Gone with the Wind, but it's a very uh, Lost Cause movie, which is about, you know, the South's mythology that somehow they were the either the victors or the the victims in the Civil War, and that you know the the North were, were transgressors, and that it wasn't about slavery, and they they were, you know, they weren't treated well, and it's it's a bunch of nonsense. And Gone with the Wind really feeds into that really really heavily. So you know, it's one of the most popular movies of all time. It's I think it still holds the record for box office if you, oh, if, really? you uh, if you if you convert the receipts for inflation. Yeah, it's like still. Of course, that was a time when you couldn't expect to see it on DVD. In, a, in six months time. It was like, you either go to the theater or you never see it because <laughs> nobody could anticipate there would be video in the future or even television repeats. But um, but the solution there was, you know, people can still watch it. They can still show up, but they'll, they I think they're supposed to, I don't know if they actually went through with it, but they were supposed to put like a title card at the beginning that gives some context. Like the movie you're about to see was made at this time. It was based on this, um you know source material and it's problematic for these reasons so that way when you if new people watch it they don't get convinced that this is somehow historically accurate
2: i think they put a little video in front of it as well that's better um,
0: yeah i mean no one's going to read it right (laughs) so yeah they put it on the video
2: talking about it from what i remember because i think stewart had never seen it and he watched it and i think i saw the i started it and there was like a thing in front of in leading up to it
0: yeah so definitely. that would be a case where I'd say, yeah, that was a long time ago too, but it's, it's, it's a lot worse than just non, non-diverse casting and it definitely. Well, makes... I
2: guess because of the topic.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah. Because this, be
2: this, this was just a story based, like a story, this yeah. one.
0: Yeah. And you could argue that, um, you know, he's made a good life for himself and he lives, it, the whole thing takes place in one neighborhood. And at that time in 1954, uh, well, there probably wouldn't have been, you know, uh, Hispanic people or Black people living in that same neighborhood with them. They would not have been allowed, you know, or it would have been discouraged. So it's accurate in that sense, sadly. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: But well, going to the whole disclaimer thing, I mean, I think that's a good compromise. Because yeah. people who wanted things like, let's burn the movie and never show it again. Like, no, just... If you're if you want to do something, oh, then just put it. Here. Put it. Uh, looks like she's getting back in again. Put a disclaimer on it. Let people know, like you know, here's what it is, and watch it. You know, we should. The shouldn't. same
2: thing like the Disney cartoon, the cartoon movies, yeah. the older
3: one, like Dumbo. They yeah. they could have just put the disclaimer in front of it. Let the parents explain to their children. But I think they actually took out the scenes, didn't they? The actual crows. Oh, oh, really?
2: oh i don't know if they did i didn't I haven't watched i know they were I debating
3: taking that them. out but you know put disclaimers or do something but i know they were they're like but children won't read the
0: disclaimer but the parents can teach their the children
2: supposed to talk to their kids about it yeah yeah
0: i see I if know. i were i would just say i will talk to them when they're too old to even want to watch cartoons <laughs> that's when i'll have a discussion oh. like that well, otherwise i'm sure there's plenty of cartoons they can watch that aren't um, problematic.
3: Well, when I watched Dumbo as a child, I didn't think anything when I saw the crows. I didn't think anything about
0: oh, yeah. black
3: people what and what the crows represent. Like, you know, if that I I mean maybe at that age we don't know those things. So it's the adults that are looking for it and feeling affected by it. So that disclaimer although, and let them read it.
0: Although part of the issue I think is that um those things can subconsciously affect you. And so as a child, like subliminally you're you're getting a certain message about <laughs> how certain people behave and you know what they're capable of and you get these stereotypes stuck in your head and then when you do grow up you subconsciously apply them everywhere else and you expect the world to be that way uh and it's it's not right <clears throat>
1: yeah
0: but um but I, I, mean, never, going,
3: I never thought the crows were representing any kind of people as at that, that age
0: no yeah. but i'm saying subconsciously it probably did affect you. It Maybe I don't even
3: remember what the crows
0: did. <laughs> I just remember they were they were the most fun part. <laughs> I guess everybody takes a little bit different from from a racial stereotype. Like I thought, oh these these are the like the fun characters and they're uh or, I mean I, it's been a long time since I saw Dumbo, but I, I, I mean, think they, they I weren't like bad it. They weren't bad guys, right? They were like helpful and kind of colorful, well colorful.
4: <laughs> and
0: um <laughs> you know, they had they had they were kind of I don't fiery, <laughs> they were witty and sort of, you know, jazzy. Jazzy. <laughs> <Yes, and. laughs> yeah. I guess jazzy is a euphemism. It's sort of like saying it was very urban. <laughs> um but going back to this movie, um I was going to say so so Shelley's answer was that for her the main story was about this love affair sort of developing over the course of it. For me, I felt like it was uh, really talking about um, the like the communities we live in and how little we know about people and how we sort of keep them at arm's length, but then somehow find it okay to get involved in their business sometimes. And I mean, it's great in this movie that there actually was a reason for him to, to be concerned about one of his neighbors, but You know, I think he learned to care maybe more about his neighbors uh, as real people instead of just you know problems. You know, starting with Miss Lonely Hearts, like you know, they watched her for a while, and at first he was like, "Oh, it's kind of sad," but then he started. You remember when he he sort of cheers his own drink and drank with her because he felt so bad she was (gasps) drinking alone, pretending someone was there that he was like, "You know what? I'm over here pretending that I'm sitting there with you." And I was like, that's yeah. a really lovely gesture. And it, he didn't even tell anyone, you know, he didn't make a show of it. And then of course, later when they see her, they suddenly become very concerned. It's like, oh, they realize, oh my goodness, she's going to try to take her own life. And they're they're like, if only there were somebody like, you know, if only we had like communicate with her, you know, maybe she just needs friends. And we've been living over here this whole time and yeah. we haven't said a word to her. And so for me, it was a lot about that. Like him realizing like what's appropriate in his interactions with this community, you know, to judge people whether you're judging them rightly or wrongly so i don't know if anyone else has thoughts on that
3: i think and i i think that like the example you gave was a perfect example of the you know him drinking the drink with her um where he learned that they're more than just these people he's watching and that was going back to like my original statements about it like reality being reality shows is that you know when we're watching these shows we can't really interact but he's interacting in different ways. I mean, I guess if you're watching somebody on the TV screen drinking alone, you could raise a toast to them and drink as well. But, you know, it's a little more personal when they're across the street from you. You raise a toast to the wind, Eric, come on. Oh,
4: oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's some interesting <laughs> themes These things were quite interesting for the 50s. 50s were so modest and, like, you seen Alva Hitchcock kind of pushed the pull the line a little bit with that. Like he pushed the envelope,
0: yeah. or do you think was he the first, uh, the first? I don't know. Like, like I think I was going on too. Yeah, because uh, there's a scene in the opening when he's when you're first looking at everyone and you see that the dancer who lives yeah. alone. She only totally had her bra off, and then yes. she put it on, and I was like, "Whoa, kind of risque." <laughs> to to because, I mean, I mean wouldn't show. Yeah. I love like, Lucy. toilet like, Back yeah, then. they wouldn't yeah. even show two beds together back then. And here's yes. a woman who's basically naked. <clears throat> I actually think Psycho is credited as the first movie to show a toilet.
4: <laughs> well, Eric, I was I was going to note that on Sorry. my notes about her being the top was in that was like you know is that pushing lives back then? Like you said, couples couldn't be seen in the same bed; they had to be in separate beds and all. Although, so how did uh, how did Hitchcock get away with all that?
0: Let let me point out that this movie was made during the the, well, I guess it was the probably the Hayes Code period, which was like the first motion (coughs) picture code. It became the MPAA later. So Um, they they put in a lot of rules. Like you cannot do this in a movie, you cannot do that in a movie. They I mean they had a rule that literally said if there's a, a bad guy, the bad guy has to be punished in the end in some way. You can't just let them get off the hook or you know, you can't we have a lot of movies now that have those ambiguous endings where it's like, oh well maybe the maybe the good guys don't win. You weren't allowed to do that at this time, but previous to the code, like
1: <coughs> you didn't record any of that. Oops, that's okay. <laughs> oh, Fahad, we have to do it all again. I'm just gonna
0: <laughs> wow,
3: <laughs> I apologize, but nobody else said anything, nobody heard that. Why would we? Not?
0: Why would we? I don't pay right.
3: attention. Wow, okay. okay. So I think we'll go ahead and move on to recast. Eric, you want to
0: give us our recast sound? No, <laughs> no I don't want to. Do that. It's a strictly once uh, and uh, once a podcast embarrassment for me.
3: <laughs> yes. Um,
0: so so re- we'll just low key. We're gonna recast. <laughs> so it's
3: that time of the night where we are going to play recast where we each pick a character in the movie and recast them with a different actor or actress. Um, It's not because that actor or actress did a bad job or anything. It's just we wanted to pick somebody who provides a different perspective or maybe reminds us of the character, but not a knock against the actor or actress. Uh, So with that, I will go in the order in which I see everybody on the screen. Um, So Eric, you are first.
0: (laughs) I am so incredibly nervous. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I decided I was going to recast the dog and I'm going to recast him with Toto from Wizard of Oz
1: because
0: he's adorable and he might be the same breed and he already has a lot of good credits acting in a basket.
3: So. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Very interesting perspective there. I, yeah, I guess
0: animals are a fair game. I, have a, I had a lot of others, too. For some reason, I, I could think of a billion things. I wanted to make the detective Dick Sargent from Bewitched. <laughs> I thought the the dancer across the, the way could have been um, Marilyn Monroe. <clears throat> she wasn't super, super famous yet. Um, and then I thought Lip Synca, the drag queen, I don't know if you know her, could be Miss Lonely Hearts because she kind of looked like her, actually. And that <laughs> would have given her even more mystery. Uh, or Agnes Moorhead could have played her, also from Bewitched. <laughs> was
3: that? was she and Andorra, okay.
4: Interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh Takia, your recast.
4: hey okay, well for um for, for for Jimmy's character, um, I would have done um Richard Gere. I was thinking about him younger days with Pretty Woman and it was a thing about his his work back in the eighties and nineties. Um and then Maria Bello for Grace Kelly's character for um Got her name too, <laughs> um, Lisa Lisa, yeah, <laughs> <I suppose so. laughs> Maria Bello because she was in Straw Dogs and um, some other things. And um, you guys
0: know who Maria Bello is, right? She, she was in um, Straw Dogs and some other things. <laughs>
3: she was in, i look at I'm looking it up. Maria,
0: or am I thinking Monica Bellucci?
3: You might be thinking Monica Bellucci.
4: Oh, she they do look alike,
3: far <laughs> <Both have laughs> like
0: too similar. I can't, I can't <laughs> deal
4: so um, she's for Lisa, and then her. Oh, yeah. she was the main yes. actress
3: in Lights Out, the movie, not the short. Oh, but I don't think no. either of you saw that, did you? <laughs> no, you and Takiya. Lights Out. I, I did. did.
1: I don't think I did.
3: So you would okay, Takiya, thank you. So we'll move on to Ruth.
1: Okay. Um. So my recast is Lisa. Um. All of a sudden, when I was hearing like the people across the street playing music, it just all of a sudden it made me think of Ingrid Bergman. Because of like Casablanca. So I just thought it'd be interesting to see it her as that. And um the guy who played the bad guy was Perry is Perry Mason, I believe, which I thought was interesting because he had his own show where he had been like a lawyer or detective or something like that. So to kind of awesome. see him play the bad guy or something like, but I mean I didn't think of a cast. I just thought, oh, it threw that out there. Huh. Uh, I guess I'll say with Ingrid Bergman, just like another classy woman that would be you know glamorous too in the in the movie
3: cool thank you ruth Shelley.
1: i'm
2: recasting lars d'urther good um f- first of all i kept thinking that he reminded me of <laughs> the grandfather in um classic oh,
4: <laughs>
2: but, an- but that's not who i'd recast um my recast. I I wanted to. I would pick Alan Rickman.
0: Oh, are you talking about a uh, Thornwald?
2: Thornwald. Uh, is first name.
0: Okay. The bad guy. The
4: bad guy. Oh, The, so Alan guy, the murderer.
0: Okay. I think he's Alan Rickman's more menacing. <laughs> yeah.
2: I want. I wanted a more menacing. Um.
4: Yeah. yeah, villain, bad guy. Cool. Yeah, that would
3: work. Yeah, cool. Um, so for my recast, so my favorite character, just like Eric's, was Stella, and she was just very kooky, uh, especially in the beginning. You know, talking about how she predicted everything and like. You know, GM was it no, yeah, General Motors or whatever. And just the way she was too big to fail, right? Right. And she was just talking and then just seeing kind of her antics and stuff. I was like, I'd like to see that upped a bit more. And it would be fun to recast her with Lucille Ball. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be fun. <laughs> I just thought that that would be a fun little twist to it. Um. So, yeah, and then also just to see her reactions when the main guy's talking about. His theories of the bad stuff that's happening around there, and just seeing her facial reactions like would be really funny too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Like, oh, what about the? uh, Oh my god!
3: You know, like her playing into it too would be funny. So.
1: What about the mom on um, haters back, haters back off? That would be funny too. (laughs) Angela Kinsey is that
3: her? Yeah. Yeah. Angela Kinsey. Was it Kinney? Or Kin Kin. Kinsey, Kinney? Uh, uh, I will look it up as well.
0: <laughs> the S is silent? <laughs> um,
3: <laughs>
0: I think it's Kinsey. <clears throat> yeah.
3: Like the scale?
0: Yes, <laughs> like the scale. Uh, I'm a, uh,
3: Peter's back it. off. It is Kinsey, yes. Good,
1: good, he good,
3: played good. Bethany.
1: Bethany!
3: Um, cool, well that was a fun recast. So I think uh, unless, does anybody have any last thoughts before we move on to what Eric is bringing up right now, the scoring?
1: I do not.
3: Okay. So with that, everybody knows how this goes. Type in the chat, your number zero through five quarters are allowed, but do not hit enter until I count down. So as soon as you type it in, just put your thumbs up like that. So at the count, when I, I'm gonna count backwards from three, and when I say zero, hit enter. Okay. Three, two, one, zero. I was gonna be bad and just start saying other numbers instead of zero. Oh. That's why I laughed a little <laughs> bit, but I decided not to.
0: To do like space uh space balls, where she's like, seven, five. <laughs> what happened to six? <laughs> just <Okay>. kidding. <laughs>
3: okay somebody shelly do the requisite reading out to me each number oh,
2: oh. 4.5 okay 3.75
3: okay 3.25 okay
2: five okay 4.25
3: 4.
2: 4.25 that's the final
3: one yes okay divided by five we have a 4.15
0: whoa that's good very good i'm sure history agrees <laughs> I, I don't think anyone thinks that this is a bad movie All right.
3: right so thank so- you
0: shelly yeah yeah thank
3: You, Shelley. so All any last right. comments about the movie before we talk about next week's
1: i love jimmy stewart <laughs> <laughs> i love grace kelly
3: <laughs> awesome okay so with that uh thank you shelly oh, oh, it was oh, a so fun movie it was a fun movie to go back, back, back in time. Um, so now we will hand it over to Eric, who's going to introduce us to next
0: week's movie. Eric. Okay. All right. So uh, some of you already know, some of you may not, but September starts my horror movie marathon for Halloween. So for the next two months, I'm going to watch a horror movie every single night. So I decided I need to conflate these two responsibilities, these two applications. So I'm going to pick a horror movie. <clears throat> So the one I'm going to pick um, is, it's not, uh, it's relatively recent. It was several years ago, but um, but it's been heavily debated. Um, there are a lot of people who thought it was a bad movie. A lot of people think it's a new cult classic. Uh, it stars a lot of people you love. So you're going to see a lot of famous faces, uh, including people from, uh, who started in this before they really got big. <clears throat> it's um, It's by a female director. Uh, and it covers a lot of interesting themes for a horror movie. So I think there will be a lot to discuss. Uh, and the movie is Jennifer's Body, starring Megan oh. Fox and Amanda Seyfried.
3: I've heard a lot about it. I've never seen it.
0: Yeah, this is uh, sort of one of those embarrassing blind spots. Like somehow I have not seen it. And in fact, Zahir texted me a couple weeks ago and said, What do you think about Jennifer's Body? I just was talking to a friend who mentioned it and I said, oh, my friend Eric is a huge horror fan. He's seen everything. And I was like, so embarrassed to say, I actually am <laughs> saying. So I'm like, I need to take care of this problem. <laughs> so I'm going to watch it this year. So and I'm going to watch is it. This is
2: based you. on a true story, right? Oh, so
0: I don't it? think so, no. <laughs> oh. I think it is. No, there's a supernatural element. So I could still... Hey. I, mean, the, the, I suppose it could be inspired. The Conjurings are, are based off of true stories. What is? The Conjuring movies are based off of what? true accounts from the true. Warrens. True, true. So I suppose there could be some, but I haven't heard that. So
3: <clears throat>
0: yeah, Fahad, I think Chris Pratt is in this.
3: So, yeah, a yes. lot of old
0: I'm,
2: I'm not stupid. Okay. It is, it's based off of a
0: real murder case. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Uh-huh. Well, that that will definitely give it a different um, perspective when we watch it. So, yeah. Yes, I'm not a Megan Fox fan, but um, <laughs> I've heard that not she's either, very that's good. Okay. At
2: this, I'm so. excited to watch this. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm too. I love Amanda yeah. Seyfried. I was gonna so. say, I'm a, I'm an Amanda
3: Seyfried fan. I like her a lot.
2: I do like her.
3: Yeah, Megan Fox, Ooh. I I don't care one way or another. But yeah, I know a lot of people hate her, but I'm happy that. Okay, I don't care. Mm-hmm um cool so thank you eric that's fun and preps us for october as well
1: should i be scared of this one well i don't know i I don't know (laughs) know this one i don't think it will be particularly scary for you ruth
3: okay and ruth if it is just focus on megan fox and amanda Seyfried. you'll be
0: fine that's true there is definitely lesbianism going on so ruth you might actually really enjoy this
1: (laughs) okay i'll 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 you know, I'll throw that, I'll keep that in mind too. So. <laughs>